0: Welcome back everybody to the prefer not to say podcast.
1: Ah uh, yeah, we're the hosts with the most. Did I use that line already?
0: Probably. Maybe. We've said Probably. it multiple times.
1: <laughs>
0: yep, today uh, we're recording on Easter.
1: You know, I literally didn't even think about that until you just said that. Like I did, it didn't even process that today was Easter. Even yeah. even though you're like, "Yeah, we're
0: going over to my parents for for Easter, It was just like in one year out the other. And now that I say it, you're like, "Oh yeah, it is that day." That's right. It's a holiday. Today's episode is titled, Just Enough is Never Enough, and it was inspired by a few different things. Um, One of my main inspirations for it was how workplaces don't seem to hire enough people. (laughs) And by that, I mean, they have just enough people to cover everything until one person's gone and like your department falls apart. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But they say they can't have an extra person because there's, quote unquote, not enough work to justify having an extra person. That's that's
1: a statement I've never understood, at least on the uh, like on the management level. So they'll hit you with the oh we, well we can't justify hiring another person, and then you think you think about it. They try to tell you all the expenses. Well, you got to think. Oh, the salary of the person for the whole year. You know, you got to think of uh, the the medical insurance costs and whatnot, and any other things that they have to provide for their employees. But also, you got to think on the other end what is this company's profit margin? You can't afford it. You just don't want to. On top of that, if you have that extra employee, you safeguard against, you know, not having the person show up. And then when you're like, oh, well, they're here and now they're just standing around, find something. You can find any workplace. I guarantee has a way to find something for somebody to do if they're just standing around. Awesome. That's a mismanagement thing, not a we can't afford them thing.
0: Yeah, and it's also one of those things where, are they cognizant of how much work there actually is? Is there really going to be not enough work to go around? Or are you just looking at certain things getting done and being like, oh, well, that's all you guys do. <laughs> There's always, always enough work to
1: go around. It's just more hands to do the work. You know, I don't care if the, the total job is, you know, moving something from one room to another. More people can get it done faster. You know, like if, if we got to move a couch from one room to another. You know, and there's a door that has to be opened. That's a three person job. If you have somebody just holding the door, you know what I'm saying. Like you can figure it out. Obviously, it's a piss poor example because it's just moving a couch, but still.
0: I've also never understood how, just that whole mentality. It's why are we basing everything on busy work? Like pay is directly tied to how much how much staying busy all shift.
1: I like to think about it as a, as like a like a like a profit type of a mindset. Like, it, l- let's say you, whatever you're doing, you're adding some sort of value to the company. Uh, in your case, you ship something out the door. You know, the company makes X amount of dollars off of that. Subtract your, uh, your wages from it, and then like that's it that's an hour you know anything you do on top of that is extra you know if they made if they made a profit sending out one box every box after it in that hour is like it's it's just gravy you know it doesn't have to be done but obviously they want to maximize it so i feel like there's no loss you know if you put two people in and they ship it out and there's still a profit it doesn't matter if they're standing around for the rest of the fucking hour they made money for the company
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you still make the money either way. It's not, you're not going to go into a deficit by having a couple extra people.
1: And if your company is going to go into a deficit by having a couple couple extra people, you shouldn't be in business. Right. (laughs) You shouldn't operate on a model that's like, we can only have three people and they have to do the job with six people and we have to pay them half of what is a justifiable rate. You know, that's just bad math. That's dividing by zero.
0: I think the other problem is. What happens when you do have that and people take advantage of it to where they do the work of six people. So they just take off whenever they want and then you're sure that person, but you can't get rid of them because they're necessary.
1: Right. It's like, man, unfortunately, people aren't paid for what they do for a company. You know, you're not paid for your effort. You're not paid for any any of that. You're paid for how difficult it would be to replace you. You know, that's that's literally it. If, if if they can grab anybody and train them inside a couple months to do your job, then they're not going to pay you w- what you're really worth, what you add to the company because they don't see you as a person at that point. They see you as just a single spoke on a
0: cog. Yeah, they know? don't pay you that way, but that's how they try to justify not giving you a raise. They base it strictly on performance. I found that weird. It, that's your your pay clearly isn't based on that, but that if we want more, that's what you're basing it on at that time.
1: Yeah. I I really wish you were paid based on your performance. I kind of kind of want to look for a job where you where you're paid like uh like per whatever.
0: Yeah, I wish you probably getting paid like 40 bucks an hour if that's Honestly, the case. Honestly,
1: like I was looking we quantified
0: at it, actual performance and yeah. effort,
1: I would easily double almost triple my salary if I got paid for my performance. You know, when I, when I can when I can come into a workplace and do the job with three
0: people, yeah, you should probably pay me more. But it is what it is. Yeah. That, they don't want to do that, though, because then, you know, just imagine the <laughs> the wage disparity amongst the board, you know, because it, it, it also works against the system because people aren't going to try as hard because it's not based on that. You know, but at the same time, we shouldn't have the amount of work that forces us to work more. Like, I shouldn't have to work 150% to break even. Yeah. And then that's just expected when you could just have an extra person and then go at 100% consistently. And even in that case, like if
1: there was only 150% of work to break even like you were saying, then you have 75 and 75 and then with the other 25%, you know, you're you're looking at ways you're spending that time trying to innovate, you know, trying to create new methods or new new strategies that improve the workflow to become even more efficient.
0: Yeah, there should be a nice balanced workflow. It shouldn't be different every single day depending on who's there (laughs) It definitely should not as much as some people will be like I can handle it stop with the ego tripping but it
1: should not be full go full time you know you shouldn't walk into that building and never stop until you walk out that's ridiculous you're a human being not a machine
0: well I mean to us we're not machines to them (laughs) yeah that's what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) also pay is never really enough Mm mm-hmm and that's the worst when they pay you just enough to mm-hmm. stay. It's because they
1: they're all abundantly aware of any of their competitors' like uh, pay or compensation programs because they they don't they want to pay the minimum that they can and in order to get you know the same people the same applicants for their jobs that their competitors are they're, they'll only pay the same or if they absolutely want to get the cream of the crop they'll pay like fifty cents more. You know, and they'll be like, ah, just a, just a little penny more for the peasants and they'll come flocking and we'll get all of them. We'll have selection
0: of the entire crew, you know? Well, that's why the whole conversation is being sparked. Why are we fighting for just a livable wage? Yeah. Why are we okay with the minimum?
1: <laughs> like people, so people always talk about the, the living wage and it fluctuates depending on the state. And like here in Michigan, the last time I checked, it was something like $16 an hour for an individual. Um, I've always been like 20. 16 is getting by, you know, like as I live right now, I give up certain things that I want or need or could improve my life because I just plain out can't afford it at 20. I'd be fine. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be struggling. I wouldn't be like worrying about shit, no debt, buy a house, all of it off of 20. That's all it would take.
0: 20 would help so many people. 20 could
1: literally change lives when there are people out here working for like eight and nine They'd be like, what?
0: I have three salaries now? (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of wild how places pay these wages. And I remember that thing was going around, what was it? Was it some credit card company teamed up with another corporation to figure out how to live on minimum wage? And one of the first things it showed was, wage from your first minimum wage job, wage from your second minimum wage (laughs) job. And everybody was just like, so hold up, we got to work two minimum wage jobs to live. Mm -hmm.
1: i saw that shit and i was like what the fuck there's not enough hours in the day for two minimum wage jobs that's 16 hours every day gone not counting commute from either of those jobs you know and that's assuming that they're like they're just eight hours straight they're not like show up for four hours get a fucking 30 minute lunch and then four hours you know and then that just adds on more time to the day or if you're working like three to four part-time jobs yeah that is that is chaos, and if you if you work multiple part time jobs at the same time, I am convinced you have ADHD. There's there's no other way to justify that when you could just work one full time job.
0: Or they're just throwing all their money into the stonks and just trying to work themselves to death yeah. for a few years and then just coast once yeah. they hit big. Yeah, it could be the situation. Oh, well, this place is right, off two jobs at time. Yeah, one was part time, the other was full time, but I mean they were manageable. I mean I only worked. It was when I worked at Meijer and UPS. Myra was eight hours a day, but then UPS was three hours a night or something like that. So it wasn't it wasn't terrible. I was just tired of working nights, so I left UPS. Oh, okay. Well I was gonna say Meyer probably didn't offer you a shitload of overtime anyways. We got in trouble if we worked overtime. Oh okay there it is. Yeah. If we which wouldn't be our fault. Mm-hmm. If we had more work than they anticipated or if the truck came late it was yeah we got in trouble for we got in trouble for going over because the way theirs worked was after eight hours is overtime, not after 40. Oh, okay. So after eight hours, you get paid overtime. It's not after 40. It's that day. If you work 10 hours, that two hours is overtime. That's not bad. I like that. Hence why they didn't want us working it. <laughs>
1: yeah. You work 14 hours in one day and then just not come in the next day and be like, yeah, I still made overtime. Don't fucking matter. Yeah. That's a weird system. Yeah. I don't think I've ever worked anywhere that did that.
0: My favorite was when there wasn't a clear definition on our job. I would say the back. From what I understood, I was part of the receiving team. Then they told us, no, you're general clerks. If you're done with receiving, if you're done with receiving early, come to us. We'll find work for you. We didn't know that. Everybody, we got done early and left early one day. And then <laughs> came back, we are told, yeah, don't do that again. And we're like, what do you mean? We're the receiving crew. And they're like, well, no, you're you're clerks. So when you're done, you go stock shelves. And I was like, oh, word. That was never made clear to me when I first took this job.
1: Honestly. Just enough training to get the current task done, not enough to get you like comprehensive across the entire store.
0: Yeah, it was wild. I'm glad I left there. It Sucks. Also, it was we got paid minimum wage? Oof, receiving paid minimum wage. That was per our contract with the union. I have. Wow.
1: Yeah, <laughs> union yeah, contract a, to you, get minimum. Yeah. Oh wage. yeah,
0: my are you? My are you part of a union? Isn't that kind of funny?
1: Yeah, part of a union and get minimum wage. What the fuck is the point of the union then? Who knows? <laughs> so, and that is an example of a shitty union. You know, just push them out, get a new, newer, better one.
0: Now they want that because then they have to pay more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There. There's. It's just enough is never enough. As I said, it doesn't make sense in the workplace. Why wouldn't you want to? have everything run smoothly. And it's funny cause it's only that aspect that they don't really care as much about where things are running smoothly. But when it comes to their balance sheets and their books, everything's got to be clean as a whistle and smooth across the board. It's like, yeah, you know, that might happen even better if you had the workers to prevent any, to, any yeah. dips. <clears throat> Just
1: enough workforce. You know, you know how, uh, I'll say the uh, the upper class likes to say, oh, you need to, likes to give the financial advice, you need to save three to six months worth of, you know, your income in case of emergencies and whatnot. I feel like workplaces need to hire three
0: to six months worth of workers. (laughs) (laughs) They should have probably two to three extra people in every department just to make sure that, you know, nothing goes wrong. Yeah. Many hands make little
1: work. And they, don't, they don't want you to feel like you have the time to think about shit outside of work while you're at work. Because then you'll be like, hey, I can leave work forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why That's why they don't want things to make people's lives better. They don't want any system other than the current insurance system we have. Because if you could just leave your job and not have to worry about insurance, everybody would be leaving jobs. They'd be forced to treat people better and pay more. They don't want that. They yeah, have people like me walking around. Yeah, you know, and they give you just enough time to sleep. It's like how everyone's like, man, how does anybody get how does anybody work, do laundry, cook meals,
1: do also run errands, chores, yeah, and then and then shit.
0: someone's like, yeah, uh, the 40 hour work week was relevant at a time when one family member worked and to provided for the household and you had the spouse doing everything else? I mean, I can pull all that stuff off, but I I have a, a system for it. Yeah. But if I, you don't have the capacity to come up with a system, like it's not easy. <laughs>
1: If it, I mean, if they just paid people enough, then, you know, we could go back to that and keep the 40-hour work week. But as it stands, everybody wants to, you know, have their own money. You know, you got married couples with each each one has a job. Nobody's like, oh, well, I'm just going to, you know, take care of the homestead while they're out bringing home the bread. You know, then in that case, then both of them need to have, you know, I, I, what you would call part-time jobs now, you know, but it wouldn't make enough money. So everybody's got to have a full-time job. Shit, your kid got to have a full-time job. <laughs>
0: right. I've met, when I was younger, I met people who worked and helped their family. That shouldn't be the case. Your high school teenager shouldn't be paying bills. Unless they're his own direct bills. Yeah, it's just, it's a wild place out here in these, you know, this working world. You know. America, land of the free to take on debt. Or, you know, the Stimmies, mm-hmm. when they're like, yeah, one check should last you about six to eight months.
1: <laughs> I saw, I, when they first said that show, I
0: was like, holy fuck. Y'all, <laughs> do y'all think gas is still a quarter? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to think, everybody that's older than 60, mm-hmm. they're yeah. like, $1,200, that pays for three years worth of bills. <laughs>
1: yeah, they, they hit a point where I think they think they're richer than they are. Because if 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 they existed in a time where money was obviously, you know, hasn't inflated it re- re- recklessly yet, and they hit a point of wealth where they don't even think about money, you know, that point of wealth where you're like, I don't care what it costs, just get it, you know, that type of yeah. wealthy. I think they hit that point, and they think they're just ludicrously wealthy when they they they've never had to think about how much things cost anymore. I think
0: that's what the problem is. Yeah, but rich people get things free most of the time anyway rich famous people yeah like when bill gates had a mcdonald's gold card he got him free mcdonald's everywhere he went why Why? does this man need
1: free mcdonald's that's the only person who (laughs) should pay like four times the price
0: (laughs) oh oh bill gates big mac two (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars but you know they you know got a lot of praise he got a lot of praise for saying you know he only rides coach when he flies an airplane and doesn't do first class so what Fuck no! <laughs> pay for everybody on the plane. What do you mean, <laughs> right? I could the rich not, person rides. They got to comp all the tickets.
1: I could not be that wealthy. You know, I'd be like, ah, yes, I, I just moved into this town. I'm gonna pay off everyone's college debt. Everyone. They're like, what? Why? Just because I can.
0: <laughs> oh, like that rich dude who paid for that entire class at that one college? I was so. So I felt so bad for this kid who said I was supposed to graduate in that class, but I couldn't handle it financially or time-wise. So I dropped out and I was like, Oh, if he would have just stuck with it.
1: Honestly, you never know, man. I aspire to be wealthy enough to, to do that scene from, uh, I think it was Iron Man three or whatever, (laughs) where Tony Stark paid off the entire graduating class of MIT's. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That that's the only <laughs> thing that's that type of shit is the only thing I could think about being wealthy. Like, How can you have all that money and not think that that is the hardest flex of all time?
0: You know, <laughs> makes every other rich person look Honestly. awful in comparison. Like
1: <laughs> Jeff Bezos could walk around just paying for everything and still be the richest man on
0: earth. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back and we're back for part two of just enough isn't enough yeah just
1: enough is not the right amount so, let me tell y'all about this story. How I realized that I was apparently big money balling.
0: Oh, we're, we're enough. Doesn't even here. doesn't <laughs> make sense.
1: <laughs> In case y'all didn't know, I'm fabulously wealthy. Too wealthy. Anyways, so me and uh, a couple of friends we're looking for uh, a place to stay. You know, like uh, we want to rent. You know, like a three bedroom apartment type situation. Uh, so we're, we're calling around. I call this place, I schedule a tour and I'm like, all right, let's go out there and, you know, so we can all see it and we can all fi- fill out all the paperwork and whatever. I go in there, I-, I-, I walk in and I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm Greg. I'm here for this, that, and the other reason. And then the, the lady there just kind of looks at the three of us and is like, how many people are going to be living in this, in this, in this unit? I was like, well, the three of us is like all three of you. I was like, yeah, do you all work? I was like, yeah. She's like, you probably make too much money. And I was just floored right there. I was like, what the fuck do you mean? I make too much money. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she noticed I was wearing my, my work sweater, you know, she's like, "Oh, you work at that place. I'm like, yeah. So you get their quarterly bonuses. I'm like, yeah. She's like, you alone make too much. I was like, what do you mean? They have a salary cap to, to fucking apply for this apartment. And I'm like, what the fuck type of shit is this? So I left. And I started, you know, like running the numbers. I was like, okay, well, it, it costs this much in rent, and they're saying you can only make this amount, you know, as a cap. And I'm like, you really can only let people live here if you're t- if you're taking like seventy percent of their income in rent and 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 like nothing else, just rent. You know, so I'm like, what type of predatory bullshit is that?
0: Where where you make enough, you make enough is too much in your case
1: yeah i make enough to cover everything just fine like i could pay for the place myself i'm just trying to stack bread with my homies but um they're like no that's too much just enough is too goddamn much in this situation (laughs) i didn't have enough poverty yeah you didn't have (laughs) i didn't have enough poverty
0: you weren't poor enough to live in this place that's so wild. it doesn't make sense and was there an explanation or were they just like, nope, that's just our cap?
1: There was there was there was some explanation for it that I can't remember. I'm sure it made sense on some reason. It wasn't like Section 8 housing or anything like that. But I figured if there's a cap, then the the cost of the rent should have a cap as well. You know, like the the financial advice that's always given is 30% of your income to like rent or mortgage or whatever. And I'm like, well, that's fucking 70%. You <laughs> yeah. know, at the top end of that cap. You know so I'm like your rent should be like literally half of what it is if 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 that's your if that's your uh your margin. You know so that's why I say it's predatory. So I don't give a shit what system you're on, what government aid you get if 70% of your income is rent, then you're getting fucked in six ways.
0: That just blew my mind when you told me that cuz I was like hold up. It's how much? And rent's how much? Right. They should they should be
1: begging you guys to live there. Honestly, like if if you made if you made a hundred thousand dollars, if you made six figures, hundred thousand or hundred k a year, the rent for that place was like seventy grand for annually. You know, it was it was ridiculous. I mean, that, those aren't the actual numbers. I don't want to give out numbers and give out too much information. Have anybody be like, that's ridiculous and burn the place down? But <laughs> <laughs> go on and commit some arson today. Some, some quick Google searches could figure it out. But yeah. 70% of your income, and I started looking around at all the people in this area, and I was like, holy fuck, you're all
0: screwed, <laughs> but you guys probably couldn't get a house for some weird other reason, like, if you guys should be like, we want to buy a house, nah, something's not good enough, what do you mean?
1: Credit's not good enough, you know, you don't make enough money to justify this, this loan, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I I make too much to rent a place and I make too little to fucking own a place. So what 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 should I do? Just blow my fucking brains out? Like seems like the only option at this Sounds point. Sounds
0: like it's almost the part of the plan. Mhm.
1: Enough people off themselves. Mhm. Oh, wait a minute. You're outside of our like target demographic. You're you're single, no kids, and you don't have a shitload of debt. Like you, you actually got your head on a little bit straight. No, we want you depressed to the point where you just fucking end yourself so that we can just have the poor people with the multiple kids move in here so we can manipulate them like a bunch of fucking marionettes.
0: Could it be workplace logic where you could move anywhere you want and they just don't want that to happen? So they're like, we need people to be dependent on our place. I think
1: that's what it is, you know? I mean, if they're taking 70% of your income and rent, you can't ever save the fuck up to
0: leave. Well, it doesn't help where a lot of apartment complexes now want triple. <laughs> they want triple rent for salary.
1: Yeah, I started looking at another place's uh, requirements. And they're like, you need to make, you know, like double the rent minimum, you know, to get approved. And uh They also had like, oh, cap. And I was like, you have like a fucking $3,000 sweet spot where people can actually get this place.
0: It doesn't make sense. Or, you know, how you you can't get a business loan for $10,000, but you can get $100,000 in student loans real quick and easy. Because it's not tangible. You know, it's not something that you could turn
1: around and immediately turn into more money to pay off the debt. They don't want to give you a business loan because you could pay it off. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You're going to start your business and create income and pay off this debt? No, we want the interest. Don't
0: you have ties to the state
1: or the federal government in some way like one of your friends does? Wouldn't you want the extra income tax?
0: Like, what the fuck is going on here? Doesn't make sense. You know another case of just enough is never enough? It's in relation to a lot of the kids that were told that they were smart growing up to where they <laughs> got you sort lazy. of skated by because you're like, oh, I'm good enough. It's like how <laughs> you know, there was this one thing I saw that said, uh, if I'm not good at something immediately, I just give up. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've seen that shit before. Coming from a
1: not supportive family and never hearing that from the people that it mattered from. Like, I'd hear it from like, teachers and shit. That, oh, you're so smart. I'm like, yeah, you tell that to everybody, you fucking idiot. Don't lie to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to encourage
1: you. <laughs> so uh, and I was a little bit antisocial so I spent a lot of fucking time you know just outside of school I guess you could say educating myself cuz I was I was learning about shit that was you know didn't have any real use but I was still learning things
0: but yeah it's always funny when someone is told that and then they get into an environment with real smart people and they learn real quick that they really aren't that smart
1: a lot of people forget that smart is relative though I mean, like all the people who get into the, the smarter environments and then they, they realize they're the stupid one. It's like, yeah, for now, you know, you could still spend time and improve and become the smartest person there. It just takes time. Effort. More than just enough.
0: <laughs> There's no such thing as enough in the school system, though. Seems like they up the requirements every year. Why is there so much work involved with school? There's not as much work involved in a job. I don't know.
1: I think at some point somebody just got bored and was like, just give them more shit to do. That's the only, the only thing that I can like, exp- uh, like try to explain it away with. Because all it really is, is you're, you're pumping them full of information and then you test their retention and then that's it. You know, unless they're, they're applying it to whatever uh, work they go into, the information ends up being like
0: lost or just like, unused yeah it reminds me of an interview with Will Smith where he was talking about how he said natural talent only gets you so far because he said he's not the most talented person ever but he said if we're on the treadmill he's going to keep going he said you're either he's like you, I'm either going to die or you're going to get off but I'm not getting off the treadmill kind of a metaphor it's like he's always going to be constantly working harder in trying to maximize everything he can to be the best that he can, I think that's one thing we need to encourage. I feel like that's not there's not enough of that going around. It's like it's like I said earlier with the whole if you're not instantly good at something, you give up. It's like no, you gotta work. You can't just do the minimum and expect to. You know, consistency and repetition are important in any sort of skill set. If you don't, if you haven't mastered the discipline for that, it's like you're not gonna get good. That being said, you. Definitely, I think you, for most
1: people, you should definitely lean into your already existing uh, strengths. You know, oh, definitely. But still, at that point, you're still going to you know polish them and refine them and put in the effort to improve upon them. Don't just be like, uh, I'm 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 a little bit funny. I'm a stand up comedian
0: tomorrow. You know, like there's there's an art to it. Oh, and the politics of the comedy mm-hmm. thing is ridiculous. Like, I I've got asked every now and then. Why I don't consider being a standup comedian because it's like it's not I I don't really find it hard to be funny or make people laugh. But I'm just like, I don't want to go through that. It is not fun. Like just stories and interviews I've heard of comedians. They literally say it's like you literally have to do standups every single night, like open mics. It's like, you know, you might get the attention of somebody and go on a tour, be their opener with a five minute set. And that five minute set, a solid five minute set. Some people say could take a year to a year or two to come up with solidly you know much material people burn through that is just garbage (laughs) that's why comedians are obsessed with twitter it's a way to try out jokes that's a good point or like when people do stand-ups like kevin hart does a i think he releases a stand special every two years and he said that's literally how long it takes he'll come up with a set he'll do it on like some small shows and he has to get the uh, the right amount of laughs before he's going to actually take it out on the road.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't work for me. I'm more of an organic, funny person. You know, I'll react to a situation in a humorous way or add to a, a situation, and it makes it entertaining. But stand up, not for me. Just, just standing
0: there yeah. and being like, hey, tell me jokes. No. <laughs> like- well, also, you can tell who the good comedians are because all the random things that happen. If you have hecklers, there are good people. There are people who are good enough to incorporate that in the jokes just from a standpoint of understanding how conversation works. Like it's not fun for, you know, to be really be a comedian. I mean, people love it, but it's a lot of hard work. That's why somebody, you know, some people could be doing it for 10 years before they get big. You know, people could do it for 15 years and then finally get on SNL or something like that. I was watching this dude, I forget his
1: name, but uh, because I can't ever remember names. He he got heckled at like the beginning of his set. And then like every five minutes thereafter, he tied every joke to that heckler. And I was like, now that, that skill, oh, that that's, is- that's fucking
0: art right there. <laughs> you know, you're good when you can do that. And there's there are some people who are just amazing at that. But, you know, it's that consistency repetition. They were going to open mics every day. They were going to, you know, doing everything they could, writing jokes constantly, trying it out. Yeah, it's wild when you get into that thing, because it's like that that does take some work. Or it's like, take podcasting, for example. Were we were we great when we first started? No. <laughs> Shit, I'm not great now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've got two shows going on. And I still think I'm just like, okay, I'm always thinking, how can I improve? Every time I listen to myself back, I'm like, okay, got to improve this. Got to Fix
1: that. Redo this. Yeah. yeah. More charisma on this
0: line. Yeah. You know, between both shows plus demos, I've recorded over a hundred episodes. I mean, this show is like eighty something episodes. I think mm-hmm. it's a lot, and that's on top of me editing and doing all the post production for it. And it's still not enough. But I mean, it will be one day. It'll be more than enough. And there's more that we can improve on and expand. Yeah, we couldn't just you know just sit here, talk, upload, and call it good. I mean, we could, but it wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I mean, we've we've experimented a lot over 2020. We tried different types of episodes, different formats. What was that? I think quarter three, we had like two or three different series that were going on just to see how that would go. And now we're in the second year, we're trying. I don't know. I think we just got we've got kind of into a a sort of theme recently. I think think the message is everybody
1: that just just doing it isn't enough. You got to do all the extra, all the more. You know, just it, it, in in the same vein that your your company's not staffing enough people. I mean, they're staffing just enough, but not the right amount, or they're paying you just enough, but not the right amount. It goes two ways. You know, you can't give just enough effort. You got to give all of it, or well, not all of it. You don't got to die for it, but definitely don't do that. Definitely, definitely not more. for an employer. <laughs> a, a good rule of thumb that I function on is like. I'll look at everyone around me and I'll be like, okay, well, what are they doing? I'm like, all right, well, then I'm going to do more. You know, that's ge- that's generally how I operate in, 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 a, in a field where it matters. You know, I'll look at other people and be like, all right, well, they're doing this, they're doing that. And they're, that good at it? Well, I'm going to be better.
0: <laughs> it's like that one place you worked for a week that you literally blew everyone out of the water within three days. Yeah. That's
1: a good example of just enough <laughs> isn't enough. <laughs> It's funny, though, because they were saying that they had other people, like the people who had been there for, for much longer. They're like, yeah, so-and-so used to crank out X amount of these in a day, like faster than what other people were, were doing. And I was like, where's this person at? Where, bring them back so I can compete with them.
0: I want to work with that guy. Can can you bring him back? Yeah. And this, then they try to act like your numbers were unicorn numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, man, only the really good people do that. And it, that was just the standard minimum. Mm-hmm. The fact that everybody wasn't meeting the standard minimum, that's already a yeah, red That's record. I was like, don't
1: don't fucking, don't single me out and compliment me. Be like, ah, great job today when I'm literally not doing what I want to do. I'm just doing enough
0: to like not, not, not be bad. They'd probably have to change the whole work process to fit the kind of workload you could probably do. Find every which way to make it more efficient. Like, okay, I could actually do eight times this much if you did this. Yeah, they don't want to do that. They'd
1: have to pay me too much. <laughs> right? Twenty dollars mm, to start <laughs> to start start <laughs> quarterly raises. Shit, if, I, if, I'm at it, if I'm if I'm adding if I'm if I'm a a factor eight times better than you know your standard operators, I want at least eight times that salary. Last <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, episode for today, everybody. Yeah, just enough isn't enough. or sometimes enough is too much like in your house in your home hunting situation it was just
1: (laughs) the dark side of the coin i wasn't enough poverty stricken (laughs)
0: that's so weird to say i wasn't poor enough it's like when you're not poor enough to get financial aid but you're not smart enough to get a free ride (laughs) you know where to find us everybody we are on all the social medias facebook twitter and instagram on twitter and instagram we are at pnts underscore podcast if you enjoy this show be sure to check out my other show the k cut I'm currently in the middle of watching every single Oscar nom. I have like 24 movies to go and I literally have to do them in like a week and a half.
1: Damn. That's probably like two movies a
0: day. I would have had a bunch of movies this weekend if I didn't have the car trouble. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that, that was mainly it. And I, you know, I just on the weekend, I'll probably like pound out a lot of them. Yeah. So you got that, you know, got our big Oscar episode roundtable going on. So, and then if you like music, you can, listen, you know, follow me individually at BTQ Paul because I release produce music under the day. This Boutique Paul. I just have the one single out. I haven't had any time to work on anything else because of the movie thing because it was like, oh, I have like at the start of it. It was I have 50 something movies to watch. Damn. Well, you're halfway through. Yeah, I'm halfway through. I mean, it's several more shorts, a good like dozen of them more shorts at the very least. So, yeah, it wasn't. It, it's manageable. It was just like other things that prevented me from actually viewing. Um, and then you can follow my friend over here at, on Instagram at DMS underscore Brodobird. Still hasn't returned to Twitch yet, but that will be <laughs> happening eventually once he fi- they figure out their final destination. Once, once, once I'm poor enough to move. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Yep. Uh, be sure to buy our merch or any merch that is created by Lavish Media Designs make great quality stuff the best stuff Accept no e- or compromises no substitutes right exactly go. um other than that i don't think we have anything else going on yeah not at the moment we might have things going on i don't know we'll, we'll give you guys a heads up when all those things are going down stay tuned just in case <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that's show for today and as i always say collaboration breeds community stay hustling and stay hydrated peace